0: BLOB TALK RADIO Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our uh, brand new episode, a whole new series of calls with Sananda, with Jesus Sananda, as many of you know him. Uh, This is Anne DeHart welcoming you, and uh, I'm getting today's dateline in, which is Sunday, the fourth day of May, the year 2014. And I'd just like to briefly introduce you to uh, Dr. Catherine E. May, who will uh, be bringing us these wonderful messages today. Uh, We just had a last-minute notice that the Council will be uh, here with us as well. So be prepared for some very exciting news. Dr. May uh, has been a practicing clinical psychologist in New York for over 35 years. Uh, she's uh, not only just a practicing clinical psychologist, she was born with uh, gifts uh, that uh, prepared her for her work today, although she tried to dismiss them in her young years because no one understood them, but we're, we're very grateful that we have those with us today. We have Catherine with us and uh, her unique visual centering that she's actually teaching others as well. You can go to her website, who needs light dot org. Who needs light dot org. You can also order her book. She has a plentiful supply. The books are here. So the book is named Who Needs Light and it's been called and identified by Mother God as a manual for ascension, exactly what we want to put our hands on at this particular point in time. I'm not going to take any more time. Most of us are very familiar with Dr. May and her unique abilities and her great heart uh, to bring us uh, all these vital messages so that we in turn can get them out to the world. And with that, I'm going to turn this over to Dr. May. So, Catherine, this is exciting. Hi, Anne. Well, we
1: have a lot of last-minute changes here. Yeah. I wasn't even sure. I thought at first we were going to do a healing call with Sananda, and he has uh-huh. said that we will do a blast of healing energy for everybody and for Mother Gaia or Mother Tara, as she sometimes likes to be called. So great interesting, wonderful things are happening in the universe, on the planet, all around us. So it's been a fabulous historic time since the period of the 15th to the 25th, which we are being told was a historic shift. Um... It's one of those things where, you know, once you've gone past it, you can never go back. There are changes that have occurred that are just milestones. So we're going to hear more about that. The So Sananda will come and speak to us, and also Gaia, or Mother Tara, and the Council... That calls themselves the Council of one because they speak with one voice, I asked Sananda a few minutes ago who they are, really, who are the council, and he said they're everybody they're they are the ones who make the decisions, who set the course, who um, are sort of at the helm in the higher realms of managing what's going on. Um, Managing our ascension and the ascension of the entire multiverse. So we're not alone in this. And it seems that we are in fact becoming the center of the universe. So Gaia is on the path to become the heart chakra of Not only our universe, but the multiverse, our universe and all other dimensions we are involved in as sentient beings. It's a little hard to wrap your head around that one. But let's just think of it as the center of everything. So here we are on this little planet thinking we're you know, just schlepping along in our lives, trying to make ends meet and trying to raise our children and hopefully do the right thing. And then we find out we're really the center of the universe. <laughs> After all the training, you know, <laughs> you're not the center of the universe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well, it's not let's...
0: a small step. It is not a small <laughs> step. I I think we're doing really well That we're Mm -hmm. um, adjusting. I I have to take my hat off to everyone um, because it's asking a lot and it's asking a lot of awareness. It's asking a lot of heart-mind. It's asking a lot of love. And those that are responding are just the right ones. Um, So I'm really proud of everybody that they've followed and carried through through uh, because we're in uncharted waters nobody has ever done this before not even the universe so let's don't sell ourselves short i think we're doing a wonderful job and i'm just really proud of everybody aren't you catherine
2: yes it's wonderful it really
1: is and when you see more and more people stepping forward and just just falling into place to do some you know, important task or to organize something that will help out. It's just happening everywhere. And, you know, we are lucky enough to be in the center of this communication so that we actually see what people are doing. And it's phenomenal. So at least we see the people who are here in our country and some glimpses of what's going on in the rest of the world. So let me finish the the Council of One (laughs) there. I have to tell you what they do. As Peter Olson has described on his shows, I won't try to reiterate the things he said, but if people are listening to his shows, he has made it fairly clear that there were, you know, a group of original souls who were like the oldest, the first who then, um, I don't know how he called it, uh, I don't remember what word he used. Aspected. but
0: They aspected.
1: Aspected, that's right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And created more beings. And the original 64 are the ones who were the council. And then there are also others who come and help and are, you know, it's very much like the way we do it here. There are um consultants and there are experts in various things and people step up and do what they're best at but the the voting council the one that has the final decision about things is the original 64 and that includes prime creator and prime creator oversees the council as well and it includes Sananda and and our higher selves and a number of others, um, the masters that you're all familiar with, and then other aspects. So these are the ones who are helping us now, who are keeping track of things, who are overseeing the entire project. So I'm not sure what they're going to say to us, but I've discovered who they are and and what they want to talk about because you know I've often told people that when somebody comes through to talk to me they have a theme song because they've noticed that I can that I get it you know when I start to hear a song running through my head I go oh who's that well sonanda currently uses we are the world the theme song for the show. That's what he plays when when he wants to come through and talk. And the council has been using um, "just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go
3: down."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
1: never heard that one. <laughs> oh, I bet you have. It's no. from Mary Poppins. Oh, it's the Julie Andrews sent song Aww. for
2: the children <laughs> medicine go down, medicine Aww. go down, just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down in a most delightful way and that's what they sing to me and at first I didn't realize that I was
4: thinking, why on earth am I singing this
2: song I wouldn't give sugar to anybody these days but, but it's They're talking about the changes that are
1: happening now and how our DNA is being shifted. And they're in charge of that. So they're telling us, or at least they're going to tell us today, some more about how they've organized that and what it means and that it really is for our own good. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've been having a headache, you know, or if you feel Uh beaten up... (laughs) and you feel a little sick some days or a little over energized other days or exhausted. I mean, we've been we've been on a roller coaster of energies coming through. So anybody who tells you nothing has happened, they must be completely anesthetized
5: because <laughs>
1: <laughs> because
5: this
0: is like being on a ship in the middle of the ocean, rolling, and it's it is, uh huh. It's like being in a different world already. hmm Yes. Everything seems everything seems different, you know, just not connected to any of our previous quote history. Yeah. Well, let's add here what
1: what Peter has said about that. He talked about the the distinction between our 99% and our 1%. Our 1% being the body here, our experience here as a a human in a body and all that goes with it. And this this is really only 1% of who we are. The other 99% is in higher dimensions. So the shift that happened in the, oh, and there's one more thing to add that's really important, and that is that this 1% at this time in this incarnation encompasses all the other 1% of all the other lifetimes we've lived. So we are now the essence of all those lifetimes that we've lived before. And what happened between the 15th and the 25th of April is that our 1% merged with the 99%. And we became the higher self that we really are. Now, you can still, you know, for people who, who haven't worked at it yet, Um, They may find themselves separating back into the 1% and struggling to remain the three-dimensional being that they've always experienced themselves to be. But that's going to be the effort now. It's easier now to be the 100%, the being that you actually are, including your higher self. So we are now our higher selves. And we just have to learn how to wear it a little longer until, who knows what's going to happen with ascension, exactly how that will work. But until we ascend, we are now our higher selves experiencing this life. So the, the lessons lately are enjoy it. Really just enjoy it and take action do the things that you know in your heart will make the world a better place. So that's our project now, to be the elevated soul that we really are and to act on it. And when we do that, act on that, you know, being the 100%, it is so satisfying and fulfilling Because it's like, oh, I'm glad I got a chance to do one more thing to help out here. So that's where we are now. And I'll I'll add just a little news um, before we begin the channelings. Um, We started a campaign to eliminate fracking. And it just seemed like It was the right thing. It just felt this is the one we need to address because, of course, we've been hearing about the abominations that are going on. And then I realized later why. I was so convinced that that was the place where we could really make a difference. And when I was talking about this with, I guess it was the council or Samanda. I had a thought. You know, there was a time in New York City when Mayor Giuliani decided to do a campaign that he called the Quality of Life campaign. And they started arresting people right and left for doing things like spitting on the street, jumping over the turnstiles, um, playing a radio really loud in the streets and the crime rate in New York City plummeted. So what they discovered was it's the same people who are the ones who are spitting on the street are also the ones who are robbing your house. So <laughs> it it was like magic. New York City became one of the safest cities in the world and The streets got cleaner. The environment was so much better. So I realized fracking is one of those litmus test um, activities. Anyone who would do it is a criminal because it has a terrible effect on the environment, on the, the land, on... Even if you didn't know that Mother Earth was a sentient being, you would know that you're polluting the water and the land, and it affects the animals and the people. The people who are doing the fracking know that there was a an article recently about the companies that have targeted the Amish community and are trying to get wells onto all the Amish farms in Ohio and Pennsylvania, because they know that the Amish don't sue. And so they've targeted those people. It's just horrifying to think that that's part of their business plan, to go after people who aren't going to sue. What kind of business is that? So... That was why we chose fracking, to go after the companies and the presidents of those companies, the people who are doing the work, to really expose. This is criminal. There is nothing good about it. It requires more energy to produce the oil than the oil itself has to offer. So it's it's just a money-making scheme. It is simply greed. So if we can go after those people and stop them in their tracks we will have nipped the cabal in the bud. So that's why we chose that issue. And last night Gabriella and I were bringing out some stuff and I'm thinking about what I want to get rid of and I had a whole box of Christmas cards. I mean a, a big, you know, a big box full of years yeah. of personal notes, Christmas cards, thank you notes, all kinds left over. And we decided
2: we're going to send these handwritten Christmas cards, notes, thank you letters
1: to the fracking people as part of our campaign, personal letters to these people. And this will get their attention. We have probably hundreds of them in there, so that's going to be part of our campaign. And we've—I
0: think you've posted the letter, right? That—that that we designed. No, to- because I'm having this computer problem, and everything oh. is going slower and more tedious right now. But it will get posted. I can take things very delicately, but um, I'll, I'll get it up today. Oh well. All right, yeah. in the meantime. And it will be right there on Catherine's page. website, and the, the page will be called Fracking. Um, Unless you want to name it something else. What do yeah. you want to name it?
1: I want to name it Starship Terra.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, that's right.
1: And then we can add to it. You can put Fracking there right. now. And then if
5: we have another yeah.
1: issue we're going to attack, we'll yeah. do that next. There'll be subpages. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fracking is just the first. Mm-hmm. And this week I also talked to Tom, who's the, um, the uh, Freedom Club director, and we're going to do a call on Thursday night to try and bring people together. It'll be a leaders group to, to try to organize all of the environmental groups to speak as one voice.
5: Mm.
1: So I expect it. You know, for a long time it's been difficult for yeah. groups to, to work together because each one picked a particular issue, and that's their thing. And sometimes there was even competition between mm-hmm. environmental groups. But everything's changed. And now is the time for all of us to begin to work together together. And to speak as one voice, so Tom has put up a website called ournewearth.net, mm-hmm. and he's agreed to act as the platform to help all kinds of environmental groups from all over the world to support each other, to put their energy together. So that's the um, the next ambitious project. <laughs> But that's
0: it's beautiful be fun, fun. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And uh, whose heart isn't touched by the story that you just now told, Catherine? Um, many people um, that haven't deliberately followed a lot of this or maybe heard of it from time to time um, need the focus. It was a wonderful uh, presentation. So thank you so much.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, good. Um, So we welcome anyone who has ideas, who is in contact with, for instance, the leaders of the larger um, environmental organizations. I do belong to most of them, um, but I don't have a personal relationship with, you know, the people who are in charge of the Sierra Club and um, the Nature Conservancy and so on. So um, the Environmental Defense League. So if anybody... Has personal contacts with those folks, we would like to invite them to come on the call and and share and see w- what ideas they might have about organizing and um, joining forces so that's that's what this uh push toward getting rid of fracking has led to It's very interesting, but it's a natural flow, you know. Whenever you suggest something, 10 people stand up and say, oh, I can help with that, mm-hmm. and I have a, a way of approaching that. So it's really mm-hmm. exciting. It's really thrilling to see what's rolling out
0: every day, something yeah, new. Yeah, the energy is just there waiting to be applied and uh, get direction and focus, and uh, you've done just that. So. Um, get ready. I think we're going to have an avalanche coming at this fracking issue. It will be gone in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yes. And there are – we're
1: not the only ones in the U.S. who are beleaguered by this. There's a fabulous group in Australia. Um, They call it the Bentley Brigade. They have – I think that – yeah, Bentley Brigade. It's in an area – um that is threatened by a number of you know, people want to frack there. And groups started with a whole neighborhood and then they gained brought in their friends and they brought in their friends and now there are thousands of people camping out on the land. Mm-hmm. They've tied themselves to um these big cement cylinders and you know, padlocked oh, and, and handcuffed oh. themselves so that, and they're old people, young people, oh. and they've made a point of presenting this in a very dignified, very peaceful way. And they're so well organized. They have everybody there providing the infrastructure, making mm-hmm. a tent city. It's it's just beautiful what they're doing. and And you know, the old women there the they call them knitting nanas. <laughs> the knitting nanas said, <laughs> They're going to have to run over me with a truck. Aww. And they are going to stop it. Ah. So that's an inspiration
0: for all of us. Um, yeah, we can post a lot of that, Catherine, as you uh identify some of these um, situations that are already underway, uh, mm-hmm. we'll just post it right there where people can have their hand on the pulse mm-hmm. and know, know that this is active and global. Yes. We've done
1: some of that on the Facebook page, Healing for Ascension Tour. Mm-hmm. So Gabriella is doing a great job of posting all kinds of things there. Of course,
5: mm-hmm. you know, on
1: Facebook it tends to roll down, so you have to scroll to find the things from a couple of days ago. But there's mm-hmm. all kinds of information there. And the letter that I designed, to a very short, simple letter about mm-hmm. why we believe fracking is a crime. Um, mm-hmm. Handwrite and send, and we're providing. We're going to start with the worst ones first. Um, and do a letter writing campaign to 10 of the worst offenders. And then we'll go on to others. We don't mm-hmm. want to dilute it too much, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's where we're beginning. Great. So that's the news. That's good and news. Uh huh. It's all good news. And Mm -hmm. it's fun, too. You know, it's really exciting and thrilling to be involved with people doing the right thing, making a difference. It's really fun. So we invite everyone on the call to join us. And we will do for fracking what we did for the Cetacean Nation. We're Mm going to stop. We stopped the sonar um, experiments, and we're going to stop fracking, too.
0: So it's wonderful. That's it's wonderful that people uh through this organization um can become powerful. They can they can feel mm-hmm. their own power. Uh they don't feel isolated uh and separated. Um it's going to lend power and it's going to also raise their own vibrations as they feel that they're contributing. Mhm. Yep. We have um, a
1: group that's uh, focusing on Canada and the U.S., so they're getting together the resources and the you know the references
5: mm-hmm. and
1: and some of the research and so on, so that there's all kinds of information available, and a lot of that's on the Facebook page, more than we can ever mm-hmm. put on the website.
5: <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: So there's a daily feed of information about how to do this and who to contact mm-hmm. and so on. So let's move on and see what our masters have to say. Let's
0: call them, well, we're why ready we call when them you're ready, our, Catherine. <laughs>
1: yes. I see why we call them our ascended masters because as I said that, it sounded like they're in charge of us, and that's not right. They're not our masters. They're our friends and helpers to uh-huh. Yes. All right, so um, the... Introductory music that's playing right now in my head is We, we Are the World.
0: <laughs> so that means Oh that that's Ananda, yeah. That I like coming. I like their doorbells. Yeah, their yeah. doorbell ring.
1: So Sananda's going to come through first. Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll be the master of ceremonies here. Wonderful. All well, right, if you're so. all
0: set, we'll just give you, and Sananda is ready, that's pretty obvious. So we'll just give you a, a short, brief little bridge here to uh, bring in uh, Sananda's energies and let you kind of step aside, Catherine, and uh, this is going to be such a momentous call. So I believe at this point it's perfectly fine to welcome Sananda. Are you here, Sananda? Yes, I am, beloved Lady Nada. It is I.
1: You know, of course, when we speak in person, I don't call you Lady Nada. But nevertheless, <laughs> for the purpose of this call, that's how I address you.
0: Thank you. It is
1: a lovely time. It's a lovely day, and it's, I can feel the resonance on this call. There are so many listening, who are, their energy is so bright and so positive and hopeful, it is just a pleasure to be here, to be in the midst of all of you doing these wonderful things and finding ways, all of you finding ways to raise your vibration, to bring out what is Magnificent in each of you. So this is really a pleasure. Now, we have a very exciting program here. The Council, as Catherine has told you, will be here uh, to speak as one voice. And also Gaia, or Mother Terra, will like to come and talk because there are very exciting things happening, not just with the human race, but with all the kingdoms of the earth. And we'll tell you a little bit about that. She'd like to speak personally about what she's doing and, and what you can expect in the coming days and weeks. So I think what I'd like to do is to let Mother Tara speak. I'll do a little introduction so you have an idea of what we're referring to and what's afoot. Um, And then I'm going to let her speak and give you her personal experience. You don't often get to talk with Mother Tara and to hear at the very moment that things are happening in her own words, what she's experiencing. So I'll give you a little background. You're familiar with um, the trip that Catherine made to Puerto Rico. And if you look at the, the maps, you will notice Puerto Rico, an area near Miami in Florida, and Bermuda are the three points of what has been called the Bermuda Triangle. And for years, of course, the Bermuda Triangle has been a matter of great mystery to most people. Those of you on this call and who have done your research know that the Bermuda Triangle is actually um, the energy vortex that is present in the Bermuda Triangle has to do with the sinking of Atlantis and the enormous crystal that was the energy source during the era of Atlantis. Recently, um, some of you have heard the work of Montague Keen and his wife. Also, there are other light workers around the world who have been working to help Gaia to help clear away the destructive energy from the, uh, the, res- the residue of the destructive energy from the fall of Atlantis and to help restore the crystal energy which is at the heart of Mother Gaia and has been dormant. For thousands of years. So in the trip to Puerto Rico, Catherine and her crew were not aware that that was why they were sent there. But during that trip, they went with some um, very dedicated and very skillful indigenous people. One was a master from Colombia, South America, and who has studied with the Lakota Indian Native Americans, and he came to help create a circle at the Crystal Mountain called El Junque in Puerto Rico. So they did a circle there and created, helped to open the portal to the heart of Gaia. And afterwards, many of them helped also to um, energize and spark the heart of Gaia to send her energy, healing energy, uh, bright and loving energy, to help her reactivate her powerful potential she has always been powerful but this is a whole different level of power in the process Catherine saw that Gaia was coming to life in a new way she saw the power and the light that was emanating from Gaia in the direction of the central sun And since that time, many of the masters who work and are a part of this group um, have been working to complete that process, to clear away all the destructive energy, all the pain and the residue from the terribly traumatic incident that created the fall of Atlantis. Now, some of you may know that the crystal energy, the energy of the crystal itself, was misdirected. It had provided all the energy that was needed for planet Earth. And it was decided by a certain group who were deeply invested in their ego issues to appropriate the energy of the crystal to be used for the purpose of war this they did it very badly um, they let's just say they monkeyed with the internal workings of the crystal, tried to create an alternative in order to appropriate the energy of the crystal to use it in another direction. It was badly designed and it resulted in a massive explosive destruction. Gaia, Mother Terra, was badly injured. Badly, badly injured. She managed to survive. But it has taken thousands of years for her to even begin to repair the damage. And in that process, it was something like what any of you would experience when you have suffered a terrible injury. Think of people who've had an automobile accident where a hundred bones were broken. Little by little, they work their way back they heal, they mend. Sometimes things mend perfectly, sometimes not exactly. Sometimes they're left with pain. This is, has been the process that Gaia has gone through. Little by little, she's mended with the help of those on the ground who send their loving energy. There have been cultures on the planet who saw it as their work to do this kind of healing for for Mother Terra. The Native Americans are familiar to you. They have always seen it as their way of life to protect and nurture and return the love that they feel from, from their mother. And so... Little by little, she has healed. And now we have reached the point where not only has she healed, but she has regained great power and is now in the process of doing something that will delight you. I'm going to let her tell you about it. So it is a historic time in the history of your lifetimes, but far beyond that. It is, there are monumental changes taking place and all of them are a result of the rising energies in the universe, but especially the rising energies in all of humankind. And it is truly because of all of you that these events are able to unfold. You did read the recent message, didn't you, that described how these energies from humankind are then responded to by your higher selves and... And then the messages come back for you to implement what has been approved by the council. It has been a working relationship since the beginning of humankind. This is how changes have taken place. It is not a matter of a god in the sky sending down a lightning bolt and creating something that will change the course of humankind. That has not happened. There have always been sentient sentient beings, souls, who take part in this creative process, who take the responsibility for designing and implementing the changes that take place. You are not alone. But you are also not um, ruled over by an arbitrary being who thinks of himself. He's always presented as a man who thinks of himself as the one who creates and destroys and manages and manipulates and punishes. There has never been such a thing. And there never will be. We work together, you and I, all of us, in your bodies here and in your higher selves. And now that you have experienced the powerful energies between the lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse, What a time it has been. And we continue in this same high energy. It has not stopped. But you have been calibrated. You have already reached the point where you can absorb these energies, where you are able to continue on at a higher level because you have already been changed by it. And the Council will tell you more about that. So now I'm going to pass this on, pass the talking stick, as they sometimes say, to Mother Tara, and let her describe to you what she has been experiencing in recent days. And weeks now Anne perhaps you would like to come in and speak for a moment while I That's fine. Mm-hmm. depart and let Mother Tara come and speak with Catherine
0: yes it's wonderful we're looking forward to all this this is quite a monumental call uh, Dear Sananda, thank you so much for uh, initiating it and resuming your calls. And with that, we will stand by for just a moment. Um, Most likely, Mother Tara will be the next voice that we hear. And uh, if not, it would be Catherine taking a little energy break. But uh, I don't hear Catherine, which... Uh, leads me to believe that I can now introduce Mother Tara. Uh, Mother Tara, are you with us now? Yes, I am, dear.
1: I am delighted to speak with all of you, beloved ones. what, What a wonderful thing it is to be able to share my feelings, my thoughts in this way. It is truly unique. I do have much to tell you. And I feel comfortable and welcomed here because I know everyone here truly understands that I am a being, a conscious being just like you. And that I have been involved in this process with you. (coughs) What a week it has been for me. I'm glad I was asked to speak because I have much to tell you. First of all, the folks who have been helping by opening the portals and sending me loving energy, you know, we've had this agreement for Well, since time began, that we do not work alone. I think many of you thought that I was um, an isolated being who just moves about and goes about my business and heals when people um, cut down my trees and pour chemicals on my body and that that was pretty much what I do. Well, it's not true. I have been very much involved in your lives, in your feelings, and knowing you, I feel your footsteps. I know you by your energy. Even even now that there are 7 billion of you I still recognize each unique vibration because each of you are are connected to me. You walk upon my body. Of course I know who you are. Well, let me tell you what's been happening. Because of the great help that I've gotten in recent months, the growth of the environmental movement, but mostly the growth of, of the um, groups of people who truly understand not only that pollution is bad and that destroying the trees is a bad thing and so on, there have people, been people always who intuitively felt these things but they hadn't made the connection that it's intuit, intuitively right because we are all conscious beings. I, your mother planet, the trees, the animal kingdoms, the cetacean nation and so on, all are the elementals we will hear next week or the week after from those who can come, the guides who work with the elementals. I will just say one thing to help you understand who they are and what their place is. The elementals, as you call them, the fairies, the elves, the gnomes, are truly real beings they operate on a a high level higher dimensional level so they are not visible to all but they are very real they are childlike and loving but they're also well they've been burned let's say because humankind has mocked them, has pretended they don't exist, has done everything they could in the past to discourage children from seeing them, and discouraged adults from even acknowledging or talking about them. Meanwhile, their homes have been destroyed. The places they love have changed terribly. There has been no provision made for them. They feel impinged upon. They feel disrespected. And they have come to mistrust humankind. They have tender hearts, these little ones. They would be willing to help if they felt they were accepted and honored. So I encourage all of you to reach out in love, acceptance, and compassion for the little ones we call the elementals. Now, let me tell you my story. It has been such an exciting and, well, difficult time for me. You know, the story, as Sananda was telling you, about the fall of Atlantis, which caused so much damage. I have still suffered pain from that event, and it was just recently that There have been so many good light workers who helped me to clear away the last, last vestiges of that That pain, which was not only a physical pain, as I'm sure you'll understand. It was mixed with disappointment, fear. For I spent time in the third dimension, you know, and experience the same kinds of feelings that you did. It is a recovery process for all of us. And I have been moving to higher dimensions, and in the process I have had to do the same kind of clearing and healing that you do. Yes, I had to learn to forgive and to heal and to lift myself into a place where i could feel pure love, compassion, forgiveness, and joy. I have been helped by these marvelous light workers who send their love, who focus their energy so directly. And now you remember a few weeks ago or Perhaps it was only 10 days or so since I communicated with Catherine and sent the message that I needed help. And that was when this uplifting of energies and realization that there is something more that you can all do, you can take action. You can stop the destruction. Don't count on your Ascended Masters to do it for you. For you are the Ascended Masters. You are here. You're here on the ground. And you're here for a reason. You are in contact with my body. So when I spoke with your lady Portia, the one you call Catherine, I told her that I was giving birth. That what I was feeling was equivalent. She understood. She felt the pangs, the constriction, the energy and the effort I'm putting behind raising Atlantis, yes, I am doing it, I'm working at it, gradually, gently, it takes tremendous focus and concentration for me to do this work in such a way that I will not create havoc and chaos on the surface you know generally when a planet thrusts mountains up and changes the surface terrain it's not an issue we just do it without having to worry about the inhabitants many of those things happen while the planet is not inhabited But in this case, of course, I'm acutely aware of each of you, where you are, what you're doing at the time that I'm working to create the continent. I'm raising it up. Not all of it, but the islands. There will be islands appearing in the mid-Atlantic, off the coast of the United States. It will be the islands that held the crystal and some of the other islands that existed during the time of Atlantis. Yes. You will see them. I'm very excited about this. I'm thrilled to be able to bring back the beautiful crystal that will be a wondrous thing for all of you. You're looking for free energy technology, aren't you? Well, you will see. The technology that we have to offer is beyond anything you have all yet imagined and you will be getting help. So, little by little, I concentrate. I push. Yes, it is like giving birth. And little by little, the mountains rise. The waters part. And I must be very careful to do it slowly so that I won't create a tsunami that would overwhelm the shores of all the continents around this area of the world. It's working. And the help I am getting from those on the ground is tremendously encouraging to me. You know, It is a truth that when you're feeling stressed or, you know, I'm I'm not feeling emotionally stressed the way you might think of it, but it is, uh, maybe you think of it like a sports injury. When you have an injury, just going to someone who is a healer makes you feel a whole lot better. You've noticed that, haven't you? Being in the company of someone who's a healer always makes you feel better. Well, this is how it works for me. I love having company in the delivery room. (laughs) And when you all come to cheer me on, it delights me and we all feel the anticipation together, we are going to be seeing a new continent. Isn't that exciting? Well, keep your eyes open for news, because it won't be long before the scientists are going to discover that something remarkable is happening on the planet, something they have no way of explaining It does tickle me to think of that. They're so sure of their reductionist ideas. Well, we know all about this because we've seen it before. Well, there is nothing about what we're doing now that anyone has seen before. Isn't it delightful? I wanted you all to be involved in this because you are the family. You are the family of light workers who are going to celebrate this birth without fear, without question. You know, what is this? This must be something terrible that's happening and the whole worth, world is going to come to an end. No, this is a birth. It's a wonderful thing. There is nothing to be feared because I am being very careful. I take my job as your mother very seriously. I have sustained you, have I not? I have provided for you and I will continue to do that even better. We have a wonderful time ahead, you and I. And I want you to know, I feel your footsteps, I feel your energy. I feel when your hearts are filled with joy. And it fills my heart with joy. Yes, joy is definitely contagious, isn't it? So celebrate with me, beloved ones, let your expectations and your hearts fill with love and and happiness at these wonderful changes that are coming. Do you feel like an uncle? Good. Or a grandmother? Or an aunt or a big sister? That's important. Feel that in your heart. Enjoy it, for that is your place. You are the ones who are the shepherds of this beautiful environment I have created for you. Enjoy it, beloved ones. Enjoy it. And I will send you, for now, my blessings and my love. Namaste.
0: Namaste, Mother Tara. We're so grateful you could come and join uh, with your family here so that we're all heart to heart and uh, together in joy and happiness and the energy that is unfolding finally here throughout your body and our world. I kind of think uh, that Catherine might be back taking a break. Yeah, there you are. Oh, I'm feeling huge energy. You know, the other night,
1: oh, boy, um, I got the message to, this is just, um, I think, night before last, to go out. It was very late (laughs) to go out and lie down and talk to Mother Earth. And I did. And I laid down on the ground on my face with my heart against the Earth and just started to breathe. And I could feel her presence, and then I felt sounds, uh, presence, energy, such big energy that I looked up because I thought there was someone standing next to me. And then I went, oh, okay, yes, I feel a presence. I put my head back down on the earth, and then I felt its prime creator. And I felt as if he was on top of me, pressing down on my body and right through my body and into the earth. It was the most amazing experience. It was so tangible, it was almost as if someone was pressing down on my body. Mm -hmm. And I felt it from my head to my toes, the energy pressing down and through me and right into the earth and then she she told me that she received the energy and it was helping her and I really felt that experience I've always kind of known that we were the conduits you know that we bring the energy, God's energy, through us and into the earth. But I felt it so intensely
0: that it was just unmistakable. I could
1: feel. And help. you,
0: you shared it. You shared it so that um, others can realize that they can follow and contribute their energy. Yes, it was not even my energy.
1: It was Prime Creator who was sending the energy through me and into the earth. And it was, the energy just felt powerful. Mm -hmm. And then after just a couple of minutes, I thought, oh, that's done. And I got up and I felt really good, but I didn't feel tired or, you know, that it hadn't. Changed me, it was more like I was the conduit, mhm,
0: and then I did sleep well. <laughs> oh I bet I bet, but it was. So Ooh, I'm so glad you shared that be you know people um are feeling uh, they don't know their how to claim their own uh energy are like you say it wasn't your energy. You were the conduit. Mm-hmm. You were, you were the connection point uh, where Prime Creator could utilize. You plugged in, <laughs> and then exactly Prime Creator. Like uh huh. Uh huh. It's just like an
1: electrical connection with a switch. Where you when you uh-huh.
0: turn on the switch, it makes the connection. There, and now others can do that around the globe.
5: Uh
1: mm-hmm. huh. So when you lie on your stomach on the earth and feel your uh-huh. heart right against the earth. Yeah. You can feel her breathing. You can feel her life force. And I could hear her speaking to me. So that was really a treat. And I oh. if people get centered in your soul mind make your connection with your higher self, acknowledge that you are your higher self, you will begin to hear these things too. So it's a uh, it's a treat. I recommend it.
0: Oh yes. All the way around. Oh, it's a treat for you to contribute the connection. It's a treat to Mother mm-hmm. Terra and mm-hmm. uh, most certainly to prime creator who was so much wanting to utilize your conduit and uh, it all everybody took their part it was wonderful
1: so i recommend it the other thing we did yesterday um you know some people know i have gabriella here with her little 5 year old Noev. and we i live on the side of a beautiful mountain and we've been up on the mountain collecting crystals. It's, it's a crystal mountain. And I've always known there was wonderful energy here and that I, I feel very lucky to be here. But we bring home these rocks that have just sparkling crystals. They're not big ones. They're small crystals growing on them. And uh, Noeb and I walked up a little ways up the mountain and i and there was a big tree, a beautiful big tree, and I'm right on the um border of Mohonk Mountain, which is a six seven thousand acre preserve and so sometimes hikers come down this way, although there's no road or exit down this way, but sometimes people come through there um so I saw this big tree, and I thought, oh, that's a perfect spot. I want to sit down next to this tree and put my back against it and or hug it. And right there in front of the tree, someone had taken a big flat rock and propped it up to make a seat. <laughs> ah! So it was a perfect seat, and it was big enough for both Noeb and I to sit next to ah. the tree. Ah. And we, I said, oh, let's let's talk to the tree and she said yeah. okay and she said the tree has a name <laughs> I said really what's his, name? what's his name and she said Larry <laughs> 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 the tree says his name is Larry so I asked him about the crystals and the mountain and of course I couldn't resist a- asking if there is a portal here to inner earth and he said, no, it's not close by, but yes, there is. And Noe said, it's in New Paltz.
0: <laughs> now she's five. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't know the geography here. <laughs> and she had
2: no idea that the next oh. town over is called New Paltz. I mean, she's heard the, the name, but she didn't know that was on the other side of the mountain. Ah. Uh, so I'm going to go looking. Remember when Father God said you take your compass and if it spins,
0: you know you're in a place yeah. where there's a portal? It'll well, go all uh, the way through, yeah. The, the, yeah. The opening, it's open at the end. Uh-huh. So,
1: and if you put your hand against the rock, it will open. Well, we're going yeah. to go looking for a portal. Because <laughs> this is a mountain that has this the kind of energy that... Um, that you mm. feel at Mount Shasta and other places that are known to be portals. So
0: we're going to ah. go hunting and see what we can Isn't find. Isn't it fun to have a child with you when you're yes. doing this? <laughs> tree says his name is Larry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she was so sincere about it. Aww. You know, she has these beautiful, big, bright eyes, and she's uh-huh. she just hears things and Aww. blurts them out, you know. Uh huh. So fortunately, we know not to question it because she she really is tuned in.
0: Ah. Uh. So that was really fun. Oh yes, yes. I'm so glad that you're not running back and forth to New York all the time. Oh yeah, you, you know this, this is such a peaceful retreat for for you to be able to this is what you need catherine you've been on a a, such a demanding schedule and when you were home you were zipping back and forth into that city and (laughs) Mm -hmm. then you've been on this long tour all over the u.s then over to puerto rico wondering when you would ever get home and now now is your reward (laughs) This is wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah.
1: So we're able to resume the radio shows. I think um, maybe the council will tell us something about that. Because both Sananda and Father God said, you have all the information you need, and we're done. It is done. Well, yes, it's done. And there's still something more, so uh, maybe the council will explain something about that.
0: Well, things have changed since they said those words. You know, we're yeah. moving pretty fast now. Then was then, and now is now. <laughs> right, right, and it does have to do with jumping
1: timelines. Uh huh. So maybe they would they'll fill us in on more about what that means and what the implications are for us.
0: I can't wait to see what they have to say. I know. I hope you get to hear it all. If not, thank goodness it's being recorded. And um, also, there will be a telephone recording posted for people. That's all hooked up. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you for that. I noticed that you were on the call, and then you disappeared, and then you came back, so...
0: It it was terrible, you know. I I always, I always think this time there's not going to be a glitch. And I was getting ready to to switch over and and bring in the telephone people when Mm -hmm. it was a couple minutes, and my hand was resting on my left hand was resting on the telephone receiver, which was in the cradle. When I lifted my hand, it was stuck to the telephone just enough to jar it and disconnect me. Oh. And I got disconnected. Yeah, I got disconnected. I thought, am I here or am I not? And I switched back and forth. No dial tone. No mute no nothing. I tried to dial in again and they didn't give me the option to press one to talk to the host. (laughs) And I had to dial in again. And finally got connected and hurriedly connected our telephone group. So, But it was a little scary, but we're all here. <laughs> yeah, that's it's why weird. you didn't see me. I've had those
1: glitches so many times. This morning oh. when I tried to call in, I couldn't get a dial tone.
0: I Yeah. I, I, don't I, I know thought, what, I'm going to have plenty of time and no glitches. And would you know my hand, it was the heel of my hand was resting on top of the receiver. And when I moved my hand, it lifted it up and disconnected and laid it down
5: again.
0: <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Oh, dear.
1: Well, oh, this my. technology, every week uh, you appreciate how primitive this technology <laughs> really
0: is. <laughs> Well, Catherine, this this, uh, this with the consul—that is ooh, powerful, powerful, mm. whole whole new direction of energy and and information. So, oh, this was wonderful with Gaia, and it was wonderful hearing about uh, her easy and gentle raising of the islands of Atlantis. Oh, yeah, she told um, me about so that. We're so privileged to know all of this ahead of time and then uh-huh. watch our scientists and all of their
5: <laughs> wise counsel. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, this oh, one's going to spin a few heads around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Well, whenever you are ready, um, are you, you ready for a bridge for the console?
1: Yeah, I'm going to get a drink of water and get ready because this one, okay, the energy is so
0: big. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm sure it down. there's you know, a lot of power for me. Yeah, just kind of uh, refresh yourself. Water, you know, our brains, what is it, are 90% water? And uh, so like sometimes, if we, if we feel like the brain isn't working, it's not food that'll make you sleepy. It's water that'll refresh the brain and, uh, and the other organs as well. So, down the hatch, Catherine. Okay. <laughs> all set. Okay. okay I'm well, ready. we'll we'll let you settle in now and uh,
6: just give you <laughs> a
0: little bridge because this is the first time that uh, Catherine has channeled the consul. So we are definitely moving into deeper waters, wise waters, and uh, energies that are multiple, not singular. So it's going to probably be uh, a bit of a new experience for Catherine as well. And I'm giving a little extra bridge time here, but I feel it safe to uh, ask for the spokesperson, our persons, of the council. Are you here? Yes, indeed, beloved ones.
1: I represent, we call ourselves, the Council of One. There are many of us, but we speak as one voice. For everything is done in the higher dimensions, on the basis of unanimous consent. We have no arguments amongst ourselves. We sometimes have different points of view. And when we do, we respect that, we appreciate it, and we work through any differences that people might represent. It gives us a much broader view. And so... I'm here to tell you a little bit about the changes that are happening now. I wish that I could show you with a PowerPoint demonstration of some kind how complex, how monumental these changes really are. You have been told that Mother Earth is moving to become the center of your universe. First, the center of your galaxy, and then the center of your universe. But in fact, she will become the center of the entire multiverse. And you might ask, why this little planet? Why this group? Well, it is because of your cooperative relationship with Mother Earth. You, humankind, who were created in the image of your creator as it was, well, let's see. We could say this is the way everybody wanted you to be. And so you have fulfilled many of the promises, many of the possibilities and potentials. And now it is time to move on. We have learned a great deal, you and I. We've learned from this process, from this experiment that was what we've called the fall, moving down from higher dimensions all the way to the third dimension and back again. You've been instructed about these things recently by our dear compatriot, colleague, Peter. He's done a good job of presenting the material. It is difficult to understand from where you're, where you are without the view that we have. This is why we welcome these opportunities to talk with you, to try to give you a little bit of the perspective that we operate from. I think you're beginning to understand a bit more about the flow of energy and how it works and how important your part is in this whole endeavor. Without you there, on the ground, carrying through the activities that were planned so long ago, nothing would have happened. We would still be nothing more than energy potential. But in the process of the eons, We have all raised ourselves, little by little, experiencing new and wonderful things. And in this recent era, well, this is a magnificent time. Now, I need to tell you a little bit about how this business of no time works When you look at it from our perspective, we'll describe the path of planet Earth. For instance, there are infinite possibilities, infinite potential. There are infinite possibilities for every one of you And there are infinite possibilities for your collective experience and everything in between. Your local experiences, in your families, in your communities, in your countries. And then there is the experience of the entire planet. There are few events, of course, that have consciously involved everyone on the planet. But that is increasing as well since your communications now zip around the planet in such a way that you can all be aware at the same time. Look how far you've come. It wasn't so long ago that messages had to be sent by ship across the ocean's taking weeks and weeks for anyone to learn which side won a war or how the weather is in another place on the globe. Or you had carriages and horses that carried the messages. Quickly, yes, but it still took days. Look at the difference. Well, that's only a part of the story. You are awakening. You're beginning to understand your part. And you're also beginning to understand and appreciate the clever ones among you who have had a great deal of influence in the positive way and who are practically unknown to the world. Some, of course, are. There are always those who, who are chosen to stand out and to be the leaders. But, and it seems to all of you, especially in this present-day cult of personality, it seems to many of you that one celebrity or one powerful political leader can change the world. Well, this is only an appearance. That person was chosen to lead because it was time, because the people were ready, because there were thousands who were in line with the kind of thinking that would find fertile ground. For instance, the Civil Rights Movement. It was the culmination of a number of waves of feeling and thought coming together, going all the way back to the American Revolution, the French Revolution, and much earlier than that. There have been thinkers, of course, you recognize the connections to Greece, for instance, where Freedom and democracy was very much a part of the thought process. It hadn't reached the kind of culmination that you're seeking now. But you see the, what shall we call them, the rivulets, the energy patterns that have been present all along. Now, that's a bit of an introduction to teaching you more about timelines. So throughout the history of planet Earth, there have been various possibilities, various timelines operating simultaneously. And this is what we mean by there being no time. Perhaps you could think of it as it being infinite time because every possibility is always present and a potential at any time. Let's take the last few generations, the ones that you're most familiar with. It has become, or it did become, a matter of concern for the entire universe, for the entire multiverse, that those on your planet were developing nuclear weapons. This is when the Galactic Federation of Light, a group that we work with closely, and many of the members are on our council, It became a matter of concern, one that we needed to take um, strong action against because of the terrible experience of Atlantis and also the destruction of the twin flame planet of Mother Earth, which was Maldek. We were not going to allow another destruction of that magnitude for it had a ripple effect across the entire multiverse no planet is alone no individual should be permitted to create havoc in the entire multiverse of course it's always a group of people but in this case it was a fairly small group of people who were truly dedicated to destroying everything you're familiar now with the attitudes and belief systems of the reptilian race the ones who had separated themselves from God and from love it truly was their intention to destroy just because they could and it made them feel powerful. Yes, greed has always been an element, as long as the greed itself created some kind of destruction. You see, greed by itself is not an emotion. It's an attitude. And if you know anyone who is truly invested in greed, you know that it always has an element to it, of taking pleasure in others' discomfort and in the destruction of everything that represents God. And so we became very active in our attempts to make contact between what you have been calling the 99% and the 1% And so we were able to make contact with a number of people who began channeling, many who were sent here for that purpose. We began to get the messages through, and many of you began to awaken and realize your intimate connection with the destiny of your own planet. You didn't know at the time that the destiny of your planet was also the destiny of the entire multiverse. Here we are now. Having passed that timeline, there was a moment when you leapt from the possibility that Earth would be blown up and suffer the apocalypse that had been predicted by many. You know when that happened? December 21st, 2012. All of you together lifted your planet, lifted yourselves out of that old timeline, and you leapt to a nearby timeline, which predicts that none of that will happen. And that, just for safety, (laughs) and many other elements involved, in recent, in just the past week, you and your planet have leapt across timelines in four separate incidents. Each time you raised your vibration as a group, when you had the, the build-up to April 15th, when so many of you worked together to raise your vibrations, and then came the energies from Prime Creator, from the Central Sun, to help you, Over and over, you leapt out of the place where you were and onto a better place, as more and more of you envisioned the paradise on earth that has been the highest hope, the best possible outcome. There were many other outcomes that were possible, you know. They've been predicted. Many of the channelings along the way have said, it will take 300 years. And then, and at the time, that was true. If Earth had stayed on the same timeline that that Master was examining at the moment, it would have come to fruition in that way and then later with the with the presentation of the possibility of the revaluation of currencies and the blessings to light workers which you know has been less than one generation in the making hopes began to rise people began to truly envision a planet where equality is possible. And then you jumped to a timeline in which it was a possibility. It had not yet reached probability of a high degree. And so you continued, and with each lifting of your energy and the work of the masters who have been assigned to do this work, you jumped to another timeline where it was no longer possible that your destiny would be equality. Prosperity and happiness for all. I can tell you, beloved ones, it is now the timeline that you are on. This is no small um, experience, no small event. What an accomplishment! In 50 years, you went from the vision of planet Earth being completely destroyed to a vision of paradise on Earth where every human being will be in a state of love, companionship, forgiveness, empathy, joy, and harmony our hearts fill with love for you for your courage your determination your heart individually and together you are powerful and the if there was a, a graph of what has been happening it would have gone gently rising gently rising over a period of thousands of years and then suddenly off the charts this is what you have done look look what you do on these calls you listen intently your heart's filled with joy when we tell you of these great successes even though you can't see them with your own eyes, you do see them. We describe it to you, and you know it is truth. You do see the evidence around you, but the evidence around you can't give you the information that it's happening across the globe and that it has been done. Beloved ones, It has been done. (laughs) You heard Father God telling you frequently, it is done. There are two kinds of done in the universe. One is, it is a vision that has been created. And there is a timeline on which it is possible. That is done. That's what we mean by done. And then there is jumping to that timeline. And in that leap, you are able to experience it being done. You have done both. You have envisioned it. You have kept your focus You have maintained that vision. More and more and more of you. You've reached out to your friends and family. You've insisted. We must envision the new world. Not look back at the disasters and the unpleasantness and the wars and the pain. We must not concentrate on the pain of the past. We must look forward. the beautiful, glorious vision that we have created together. It is a magnificent thing to have been a part of this. Each and every one of you an integral part of what we have done. We guide from the higher dimensions, but we could not guide if there, were, if there were none of you on the ground who were willing to carry out what needed to be done. We work as a team. You and I, the council, we call ourselves the council of one because we are all one. We represent every single one of you. We hear every voice. We attend to every feeling. We know every wish, every prayer, and we act on it. Of course, our vision is for the greater good. Those are the things that we act upon. And so there are many on planet Earth who are still acting out the old timeline. But they have been superseded. They have been overwhelmed. Their timeline is no longer the one that will come to fruition. And so they are. Well, there's probably a good analogy like, like paddling around in a bathtub. They're in a puddle. They think they are in control. They are just delusional, imagining the power of the past that they did in fact have. Now, you must not join them You must not glorify the power that they had in the past and fear it. Oh, they were in charge of the whole world. They are in charge of the whole world and there's nothing we can do. Nonsense. You have triumphed. You can go back. You can jump back onto a less glorious timeline. If enough of you decide to invest in fear and doubt and depression and anxiety, you could drag the planet back. Be aware. It is up to you to carry this through. You have many games that have wonderful analogies you've been given the ball now run with it don't look back at the last play don't remember the last time you were tackled or you lost the ball or dropped it look forward keep your eyes on the vision and you will carry it through You are on the timeline... that predicts... glory... all the things that you have hoped for. Now you must maintain it. Raise your vibrations. Take the actions... that are before you. And as you have been told... Taking action against something that is criminal and destructive is the most satisfying, fulfilling, and helpful thing you can do. It is also the expression of your new optimism. It is the expression of your faith. I know that I have a different I can make a difference. I know that I have an impact. I know that my voice will be heard because they have no more power. We are equal, all of us. There is no dark hat who has more power than you. Not anymore. Now is your chance, humankind. Now is your chance to pull together in joy, in harmony. Feel the exhilaration. Leave behind all of those cynical, negative comments. Oh, I've seen this before. They always predict this and it never happens. Nonsense. It has happened. It is happening. Do your part to live it out. Do your part to feel the joy and all the blessings that you have envisioned will come pouring through, will land in your lap, will appear on your doorstep. Yes, it is now. Thank you for welcoming us. We send you our endless, endless love. I cannot describe to you how much our hearts overflow with joy and friendship for all of you. We wish you well. We are the Council of One. Namaste.
0: Namaste. Oh, I got a tickle. I don't want (coughs) to. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant to take over. I'm coughing all of a sudden.
1: (laughs) I was feeling that too. I don't know what
2: that is, but (laughs) it has something to do with these high energies.
1: Mm. Wow, well, I can't wait to oh hear Oh, my it. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I've been
0: coughing and sneezing ever since the call ended. <laughs> oh, that hmm. was so good, and it reinforced um, our new thrust of action uh, in regard to the fracking and people acknowledging their power. Uh-huh.
1: I had this feeling like it's just it's what we I I have to do right now. I have to express these feelings and I, and this this sense of power of this time it's going to work. This time we have what we need. It's just this tremendous urge and conviction that I hope everyone is feeling now because it's a wonderful feeling. Like, oh, finally, we can... You know, I've been a political activist all my life, and I've had friends uh, here where I live in the Hudson Valley. I had friends, um, a couple, really, who were so active, and she's 96, and and he's he's passed, and they used to joke... They had been politically active for 50 years before they ever won an election. <laughs> you know? But they oh. didn't stop. <laughs> they were a force for light. And they just kept at it. And they kept at it. And they kept at it. And they, they had friends who would have you know some small jobs in local government and so on. But it was years before the people that they had always um, backed started to be elected to higher offices, and fortunately they did get to see that in the last 20 years or so, or maybe 25 years, but it was a long time coming, and they kept at it, so... That's what we've all done, you know, in our own ways. We've kept at it and kept at it, even though it was a totally losing proposition for a long time. Well, that's no longer true. It's a winning proposition now. So. Well, that's,
0: that's exactly right. and And they emphasize that we are so set up at this point And, of course, after this call, and this goes out globally, um, people are going to be reaffirming their power and knowing they have a place that they can apply it and keep their attention on that so that no one is tempted to slide back into their cynical, negative comments. We cannot allow it. And they emphasize that at the very end. Mm Mm-hmm. We can't allow it because
1: this this, um, probability thing works both ways. Yeah, right. We fell once. We don't want to do it again.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to be back home.
1: We're almost home. Right. This time we're moving higher and we're going to keep going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and not permit anything to drag us back. Well, that was fun.
0: <laughs> that was so, inspiring. It was inspiring and empowering.
1: Mm, good. Well, what do you think? Um, we have uh, a little more time. I, we have. Looks like we have a couple of questions. Uh huh. Um, Perhaps we could answer a few questions.
2: Okay. What do you think? Okay. Well,
0: uh, let's ask people. We've already got a two-hour show here right now. Um, Those that will be re-listening to the recordings, and many of us like to go back and listen again, make sure we understood particular points. So, Let's try to be concise with our questions, and, okay. um, and please do give us your name as soon as you speak, and your location, and then very clearly what your question or comment is. 770, you're on, ending in 1245.
6: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Can you hear me, A little clearer, a little
0: louder. Can you hear me? That's yes. better. That's better? Well, That's not not as good as we would like, but we can hear you. You're you don't have a lot of volume.
6: Let me move you to another spot.
0: Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Well give we'll us sh- just go with it. huh.
1: Give us your name and your location.
0: Okay.
6: Um my name is Vivian Lee. And I'm Hi. in Atlanta. Uh-huh. hmm Thank you all for being there, and thank you for everything you do, first of all. Um, I have a question, and I also have a, a request. Um, my, well, my request is to formulate a place where we can communicate as bloggers uh, on a blog or whatever, so that we can communicate with one another about the adventure is going on, if we can do that. And I also have um, some information to help us with ascension because I had an incident happen to me after my mom passed where I was just distraught and I didn't want to go on any longer and I told God, you're going to have to tell me something. So I sat on my mom's floor and said, I'm not moving until you tell me something. Lo and behold, within a week or so, I was looking for a particular uh, woman to help us relocate um, back to where we were going to take my mom in with us. Um, and I went to this old building um, in Cleveland, and it's an older building, and I came down one end, and it goes out the other end. And as I was going through, I was going to ask someone who was old enough to have been there long enough ago to tell me where she moved to, her company moved to. So I'm looking back and forth trying to look for someone old enough, and I noticed I was coming to the other end of the building, especially which was which about, um, I'd say, 100 feet at least. Okay? And I said, well, why didn't I stop and ask somebody? All of a sudden, I feel myself scooped up by the rear and carried up this flight of stairs <laughs> and gently laid at the top of the stairs. And then, it was an angel because I could feel my back at the wings of the angel. And so it, let me down gently, and turned my shoulder slightly to the left. And I started walking down. There was a narrow rail around different levels of the building. And I started walking to the right. and I saw this older woman. She looked about 90 years old. She was sitting on a milk crate washing the wall. So I just crammed and said, what is this? So as I'm walking toward her, she says, I know the books you're looking for. I said, you do? (laughs) And that's all she said, and that's what I said. So she told me where to go to this bookstore to find these books this woman had written. I don't know if anyone's heard of her. Anna Lee Scarin is her name. Come to find out, she was an ascendant master that ascended from the United States this century. She wrote eight books plus one small book called The Sons of God, whom mm-hmm. she wrote with the pen name of Christine Mercy. That mm-hmm. little tiny book. Is the book that she left that describes what it feels like when you ascend and find yourself in the presence of God and His angels. And oh I was just, I was, I was. There are no words to explain it. But she was allowed to come back and have these books written. Um, and there are several more. I see. There's a couple more. That happened to me in '95 when my mom passed. But I'm noticing there's now, a couple oh. more. I'm going to interrupt
1: you, Vivian, because I'm going to answer both your questions. Um, We have a place where you can go and talk with others and also where you can post this information. It's called Healing for Ascension Tour Group. And in the group, you can communicate with others about these very things. You can express your feelings. You can hook up with people who are in your neighborhood. You can reach out to meet others and, you know, find out where they are and okay. have a whole group it's like a family, and they talk to each other every day. Good, so, good. Healing good. for Ascension Tour is our Facebook page, and then the group is connected to that. Okay. And so you can post this information you know and recommend the, these writings and people will share and and enjoy it so thank you hey.
6: you're welcome thank you
1: all right so we will move
0: on thank you vivian okay and we've opened line a 650 area code ending in 4718 your name please and where you're calling from
1: I bet it's somebody is listening to their computer.
0: Oh my, six five zero. We're we're trying to give you an opportunity here. Your hand has been up, and uh, you're Good. not responding. So we're moving on to four zero seven. Four zero seven. Your line is
2: open. Well, I think that might have been somebody who answered.
0: All right, uh, we'll yeah. I don't back. know which line it was. Okay, oh, I'll go is back. This four zero seven. That's me. Oh, oh, Okay, good. go ahead. Okay, this is Gloria in Florida. Catherine, I just want to let you know I'm still working on getting addresses and names and possibly phone numbers for the in, the reservations. And with the fracking, they're blocking it on their land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, as soon as can I give that to you? If I get it, can I call in on Thursday and give it to you? Sure, you, you can go to the some,
2: send it to sorry, Gabriella.
0: Okay. Okay. Do Gabriella, just, I'm, at, not, I'm not. I don't know really know how to do Facebook. I'm just learning Facebook, so.
2: Oh
1: well, she'll tell you. Just go to her to her email. Gabriella okay. at healingforascension dot com. Okay, I'm trying to. Yeah. We're we're doing the the Native American grapevine. I'm trying to get all the information I can for you. Great. To okay. Uh, yeah, okay. we want to support people. Thank you, yeah, Gloria. Yeah,
3: it's on their lo- Okay. Talk to y'all later. Love you. Bye bye.
1: All right. Bye bye. Okay. Well, then
3: let's go ahead and
1: th- yeah. Oh, we've got a whole other group of questions.
0: I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're not done yet. <laughs> All <laughs> it's, right. It's we'll like answer. Pruning it. A- it's like pruning a tree, Catherine. The more <laughs> we we trim, the the fuller it gets. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anybody <laughs> who's already been answered,
0: please
1: te- press one.
0: Yeah. Okay. And five three zero is open, uh, ending in one one nine two. So we'd like your name, where you're calling from, and what you'd like to talk about. Hi, I'm Madison. Hi.
4: Tell us your name. Again. Yeah. Hello.
1: Oh, did we just lose her?
0: She's open.
1: I heard wow. somebody say hi.
0: Yeah, a, a sweet little voice. Yeah. 530, oh, would you like to say some more? Your ending numbers are 1192.
3: Well, in the beginning of your,
0: this talk, you change how
3: how you're going through obstacles. So do you think our souls set up a little obstacle courses for them to go through and to see... If we'll
4: make any growth. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I might have missed the first couple of words you said, but can you give us your name? Madison. Madison. And where are you calling from?
3: California.
1: Okay. So, Madison, do you want to, to um, tell us again the first part of your question? I heard you say... Our soul sets up obstacles for us to learn. Something about that? In the
3: the beginning of this talk, you were saying how Fernando was saying that we were going through obstacles that we will overcome. Mm Mm-hmm. And do you think that you may be a tool to help others go through their obstacle course, and you can go through yourself?
1: Absolutely. You being you and also me. So definitely, we come here to experience this life as a cooperative venture. We make these plans before we come here. And we have soul friends who agree to come with us. And sometimes you might have a soul friend who, whose job it is to give you a hard time and in the process you will learn, you will rise above it, you will get stronger. Depends. Sometimes we have soul friends that come here just to be loving and supportive and to make it easier for us. So we plan all that before we come. Does that answer your question?
3: Yes, it does.
1: That's great. And so when you um, go through the next part of your day, you can look around you and know that those people that you are living with and those people you encounter are there to learn lessons from you. And you're there to learn lessons from them. And the lesson is not always obvious. (laughs) Sometimes you have to live it through before you realize, oh, now I see what that was about. Okay?
4: Okay. Tell us
1: your age. What is your age? Thirteen. Thank you, Madison, for calling in and asking that very important question. It was really very helpful. And we're really happy to have some kids here, too, asking these deep questions. So thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: Okay. All right, so... Oh, that was
0: good. That was good. Thank you, Madison. I've already opened uh, 219-7207. We'd like your name and where you're calling from and your comments.
4: Okay, hi. My name is Pat. I'm calling from Indiana.
0: Mm -hmm.
5: Uh, Mm
4: -hmm. My question is, now how do you sign up? I, I don't know what the list is called, but for us to help with the fracking project, is there...
1: Uh, how are we signing up for that? Um, for now, what we're doing so far is just um, informally gathering to plan our approach. Um, Facebook is our major tool right now, although Anne is going to um, is going to post the letter that I drafted so that people can. Uh, write up this letter and send it to all kinds of people. But for the meantime, we're organizing on Facebook. And Thursday night, I'm going to have a call um, with the Freedom Club folks.
4: Okay. And that. Club. So what day are you doing that?
1: That's on Thursday at nine Eastern. And, uh, okay. So we're going to be talking there about how we're going to organize. And Tom has offered to he's already created a website called ournewearth.net and he's going to use that. He's going to offer to to keep that and, you know, use it as a clearinghouse. So we'll be able to organize with other other groups and you know, make it a more concerted effort. Oh,
4: okay, great, great. Yeah, that will mm-hmm. be good. And even next time uh, when we get on your call, or if they don't mention it Thursday night, just in case I miss it, let us know when you have posted the letter. Uh, it's
1: on Facebook. Healing I for he- Ascension Tour.
0: I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> Really, Annie, I'll have it up today, on, and I'll be announcing it in breaking news. And okay. there'll be a. All you gotta do is go to breaking news, click a link, and you'll be there. Oh great! Okay, that's good. Right. That's good. So that I've, I've had mm-hmm. computer problems. I've had to make trips trying to get this computer fixed. I've had to leave it in shops, and uh, I just ha- and then when I work, I have to work very delicately, or it could just go away. <laughs> so, oh. so but I yeah. I'm kind of learning. And then it goes in the shop Monday and Tuesday. It'll be out of my hands again. Monday and Tuesday. So, I will get that uh, up for everybody. I promise you all today, Sunday afternoon. So, okay, and, uh, thank you. Anne. One
4: other question about the letter. Does it give instructions or are you posting instructions as to how we to, you know, utilize this letter?
3: We're
1: doing that on Facebook for the time being. Yes, we're collecting the names and addresses of people to write to.
4: Okay, and that oh, has like, uh, it, it, now when you say names and addresses, are you talking about like the senator or the congressman or or you just can yes, just they
1: can or, go to senators, but we're also writing to the companies okay that okay. do the fracking, and we have a team of ten people working on this. they're getting the names and addresses they're organizing they're they're just today you know, as we speak uh getting this. Together and they've been meeting and and um, finding. They're doing the research to find. We've narrowed it down to like the ten worst, and then we're going to start with that, sending a letter campaign, handwritten letters to yeah. all of these people, which is more power powerful than you can imagine because nobody writes letters anymore.
0: You're yeah. Right. So. It's like and you when you receive car it, up. you've got to do something with it. You can't just strike a match and burn it like hitting delete. It doesn't work that way, <laughs> yeah mhm, so
1: it's very simple to use Facebook. You just go to Facebook and they do ask you to put in your email and to have have a password. That's it. that's it.
4: And then you just go
1: to our page.
4: Mommy, you don't have to put a picture there. Just sign up. <laughs> just, yeah.
1: You just go there, and you yeah. can read it.
4: Okay. All right. Well, thank you. We'll just follow through, I mean, you know, other ways if we don't, you know, if I don't do it that way or others or whatever. But, you know, thank you for keeping you, us informed because sure. we want to participate.
1: Yeah, you're going to be hearing it from the Freedom Club. It'll be on my website, and it's on the Facebook page. So it, there the information is going to be out there. Never okay. fear.
4: All right. Thank you so much.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you, Pat. And uh, 253 is open, ending in 1072. And we would appreciate your name and location and your comment.
2: Oh, hello. This is Eve from the Seattle area.
0: Good. We can hear you well, Eve. Go ahead.
2: Uh Hi, Catherine. So nice to hear your voice always. My question is twofold. Um, I want to know uh, if you would update us or can update us on what's happening with um, George H.W. Bush and also the cloning of Obama. Uh, Can a clone fulfill his divine mission here? Anything that you could tell us on that would be um, very welcome.
1: That's a really good question. Um, I would have to channel uh, somebody to get that answer. So I'm going to... Okay, why don't I say I will um, ask the question... And get the details as mm-hmm. soon as I can um, mm-hmm. and post it as a message
2: that would be wonderful. I know that a lot of us have been wondering about this, so I think there's a lot of people who'd like to know where that stands. Mhm mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you for all that you do, both of you. You are beloved. Oh, thank you. I will answer part of that the
1: implied part of that question all uh right. Obama has. And his family have been taken to safety because mm. their lives were very much in danger, yes. um, and that was the reason. This time, they are not going to permit, you know, our president to be assassinated.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. So that
1: I heard about. that,
2: and I was very glad about that.
1: So he's okay. still
2: um, he's
1: still very much alive, and. Mm-hmm. You know I'm presuming able to carry out some of his um responsibilities, although he's been so handicapped and and just you know not able to accomplish much of anything because the cabal has has um infiltrated and restricted at every turn, but yes, we'll see
2: it has been so. So very, very disturbing.
1: Yeah, but that's okay.
2: We're
1: we're on the upswing now. You know,
2: it's yes, going to what be a different. a delightful thing to hear. <laughs> mhm.
1: So he is being protected. That's good news. He's mm-hmm. still alive. He's still able to be the person that he is. You know, it's just that it got to the point where they felt I think it was more important to protect him and. And then okay. when all of this has finishes up,
2: you know, it's just in the last week that we've jumped several timelines. That's just incredible to hear. I, it's so encouraging, so, yeah. so encouraging. One week. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and we'll see it. We're going to see it play out.
5: But yeah, in the meantime,
2: he's safe. Filling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much.
1: okay I bless Thank you, you all in your work. Thanks. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Okay, I'm opening up the uh, area code 435 435 ending in 7994. Uh we'd like your name and where you're calling from. 435, your line is open. 435.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, well, so we'll
0: go on. Oh, oh, yeah. I am, okay. Yes. Yeah, your name, please.
3: Yes, my name is Susanne, and I live in Utah. And I have the uh, uh, first. I want to uh, with all my heart. Thank you, dearest Anne, and dearest, Catherine, for what you have done, um, what you are doing. I love my mother Earth so much, and I'm out nice. with her every single day, and she has taken me into her arms so many times. Sometimes there were tears in me. Sometimes questions I had. I was and an author, and every time she takes me into her arms and gives me peace and answers my questions.
1: I love oh, her that's, dearly. That's lovely to hear your experience. Thank you. Did you have, have a question?
3: A yeah. I have a question. As I am I'm contemplating my sole purpose in this lifetime. I feel that I, have, I am single at this time. I feel that I should be living um, a relationship already with a beautiful man who is much like me, who fulfills my dreams with me of a humanitarian mission of creating a loving home for our children and inviting like-minded people in our lives. Before you go
1: on, dear, it's hard to hear you. I'm having trouble getting every word. And I think that the question you're asking is a very personal one about your own particular path.
5: Yes.
1: Well, we generally don't answer particular questions about individual paths, but I can give you a general Response that I think will kind of help you with where you are.
3: Yeah.
1: This is this is the shortest response. Um, Father God once said, <laughs> "Where your foot is, that's your path." Yeah. Now, what you okay. decide to do with that is up to you. But in the meantime. You don't have to go somewhere to fulfill your path. You're doing it right now.
5: Mm.
1: So whatever decisions because, you make, whatever you know choices you make for yourself and your family, just make sure they're in the highest good of all. Yeah. And that is your path. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay? It just feels like I should be living this. At this moment, it feels so familiar, so beautiful, as if it was already here, this man that I'm longing for, to fulfill our dream.
1: Well, then, it is true. And it will happen.
0: Some things just have to play out. Well, don't long for it. Enjoy it and accept it and welcome it. Bring it into yes. your life. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, thank okay. You, thank you. Uh, really.
1: That's good advice for everybody, Anne.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you longing, know, Longing we long not the... for things. If you're longing for something, you're you're reinforcing the lack of it. You don't right. want to reinforce the lack. You want to be in gratitude for it. Okay?
1: That's a really important point especially right now as we're manifesting this destiny that we've worked so hard to create, longing is not the same as manifesting. Longing means, like you just said, you don't have it and you're frustrated, you know, and wishing you had it. That, as we've been told, reconfirms that you're not going to have it. Yeah. Yeah. So as you yeah, said, yeah. So not Don't, don't stay it. in that
0: longing vibration. It's just going to keep creating more longing. You'll never get there. You'll just keep longing.
1: <laughs> right, right. So envision it. Give thanks and gratitude that you're in this wonderful place and wonderful things are coming to you. And it will happen. Okay, let's make this our last Our last question. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it looks like it really is. Uh, this is area code 650 that we've just opened uh, ending in 4718.
6: Yes, and this is Mr. Ayala from Mountain View, California.
0: Okay. Hello.
6: Yes, hello. Uh, they had a special healing request because I had a seizure and broke my back. I was wondering if you could all help me out. I'm going through a lot of pain. A friend of mine sent in the request through the email. And I've been listening to the program members uh, since last year, but I'm very thankful that maybe there might be something for me to receive the blessing. Thank you.
1: Oh, yes. That's a really good question because um, when I spoke to Sananda earlier, he said he would like to um, end his, the call with uh, a healing pulse and with a blessing for Gaia. So that's perfect. We will answer your question by bringing Sananda back and let him do the healing and you can open your heart and just let the energy pour in to heal your bones, to heal the pain, and to wash over you to make you feel 100%. So let's do that right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. As, we, as we get ready to close the call. So I'm going to call the back and let him direct this um, healing pulse. Since this, this Sunday call did start out as a healing call for everybody, so he wanted to continue that by acknowledging that he also is here to help heal physical illnesses as well as, our, as to help us realize our hopes and dreams. So I'll step aside and let Sananda come back. He's right here.
0: All righty. Uh, Richard, I'm going to go ahead and close your line now, and uh, we're going to open uh, Catherine's channel directly with Sananda. So your line has been closed. And uh, I expect that, uh, believe that Sananda is standing by to give us this healing pulse. Are you here, Sananda? Yes, I am.
1: And I am happy to do this. I want to tell you what I see. The light from each of you is so brilliant and is shining across the planet and upward into the universe, it's a delight to see. And so when we send this healing pulse, I want to send it to everyone who has suffered with physical disabilities, with pain, with diseases, any kind of affliction, any uh, disabilities, uh, vision problems, hearing problems, uh, mobility problems, any of you who have been suffering with pain or illness, especially we can, we're very effective, you know, at eliminating cancer and such. Um, we think of it as a contagious disease, which it is, you know. Cancer is the disease of bad feelings of sadness and pain. So, I'm going to send a healing pulse to all of you. You only need to open your hearts and let yourself feel the love pour down through your heart chakra, through your crown, into your body, And feel the connection between your heart center, which we've called your heart mind, which links to your soul mind, which is in the center of your brain, which links to God. Your higher self is your I am presence, which is your link to God. And then feel the energy flow down through your body all the way down and into the earth. That will anchor you into the heart of Gaia, which is love. Now, I will count downward from five to one. And you will feel an outpouring of love that will flow through your body. And I call on Prime Creator to send his, her energy along with me. Now we begin. Five, four, three, two, one. There. Feel it. Let it pour through you. Lifting your heart, healing every place in your body that needs love. For healing is love, and love is healing. Let every cell in your body feel the light as you're uplifted. Feel your body arranging itself to be whole, to be completely healed. And now we will send that same healing energy in just the way that Our Lady Portia described earlier. Send the energy down through your body and into the earth. And every one of you will create a vortex of love that will pour down through you and directly into the earth. And our Mother God, our Mother Earth right now is smiling in anticipation. So let us send our healing pulse to her. Five, four, three, two, one. Ah, yes. You are a river. You are a river of love. And feel it. As it pours through you, it cleanses and heals every cell and goes on right to the heart of Mother Earth. And now, blessings to you all. We wish you a wonderful Sunday. And for those of you who are across the globe, you may even be listening to this on a Monday or later in the week, we send you the same healing energy. Whether you listen to the call in person or whether you listen to the archives, you will still feel this huge pulse of love and healing energy for all of you blessings to all of you i am your sananda
0: mm. perfect <laughs> the perfect oh, close for the call
4: that so good okay <laughs> Yes.
1: Perfect so course. now we will all go out and take our love with us and tipple out all the people around us.
5: <laughs>
1: mhm. With how how good it is to be alive. So I'm going to put our music on. Mhm. And we'll say so long to everybody. Until Wednesday night, you and I will be back for our Wednesday night call, our regular channeling call, and who knows who we'll be hearing from then. Maybe Mark Angel Michael will come. I'll invite him. That would be fun. So here we go. I'm going to put on our music, and we will say so long. Good day, good afternoon, good evening to all of you around the planet. See you, talk to you soon.
0: Bye bye, Anne. Thank you. Goodbye, Catherine. Thank you for a beautiful call. It was perfect.
5: must come together as one there are people
4: dying oh